Hey, welcome everyone from Miami, Benzinga, Miami 2023. Wow. Plant Profits is the podcast. I'm the host, Burn Davis. Plant Profits is proudly brought to you by Produce Global. My guest today is a friend, a colleague, someone I truly look up to and respect, Miss Khadija Triffle. Khadijah is what I call the secret weapon in cannabis. She's an influencer. She works with policy geeks, big companies, big organizations, politicians. She creates movement. She is what we need in the cannabis space. Khadijah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. So busy being. Oh, absolutely. It's always great to see you. I know. Okay, last time I was Really, last time I laid eyes on you was, was back in October last year. Yeah, that interview. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, well, a lot of stage. A lot of stage. A lot stage. A lot of stage. But then you got the MPT, right? You know, I've marijuana policy trust. That's your thing. You founded that years ago. Yeah, so when I left Kennedy School, so I went to Harvard okay. to actually study cannabis policy, right? I think that was one of the first people in that institution talking about it in a real concrete way. So I was able to get the leadership at the uh, fellowship that I earned yeah. to let me utilize that money yeah. to talk about cannabis. I am not surprised. <laughs> Still on the minute, but we got- You were a or something and you convinced them what it was really for. Yeah, <laughs> I was a social impact fellow. Okay. And originally yeah, I went to the Kennedy School to talk about the intersection of public health and yeah. housing and how we're about to change the dynamic using data. But one of the things that realized that was happening in this country, there was, there was this real serious conversation around legalizing cannabis. And I thought all of the things that I want to do with public health, public housing and public education are actually stemming from the issue of poverty. And one of the biggest drivers of poverty in communities of color is a cannabis charge a cannabis arrest, a cannabis conviction. Living. So Marijuana Policy Trust is the think tank that I'd launched out of Poverty Kennedy School. Oh, yeah. And so I'm back at it and I'm excited. You're, 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 you're killing the game. What are you guys into now? What are you up to this year? Okay. So some of the things that I am working on are twofold. I think we talked a little bit about this. We've got to give the federal government mm -hmm. the signal that this industry has borne up. And one of the ways I intend to make that kind of claim is bringing folks to Harvard. Okay. I want to convene some of the best and brightest minds of cannabis. What? And over the last three and a half, four years, I've been exposed to some foolery. Uh -huh. But I've also been exposed to some some amazing people doing some amazing work. Yeah. So I'm going to convene those folks in the credible academic institution, yeah. bring some of our federal agencies to that table okay. so that we can have a real grown-up conversation about what it takes to legalize cannabis. And we're not going to get there overnight, but there are some there are some things that I believe are bridges okay. to getting to federal legalization. We can have an honest conversation around how to get rid of 280. Yeah. That, that to me, first up, we can have that conversation. Yeah. We can talk about some idea around safe banking. We can have that conversation in that convening. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I'm doing with Marijuana Policy Trust is creating an executive training program mm -hmm. for our folks inside of cannabis. 
I love the work that you guys do and bring me and find me some really good talent to bring into cannabis. Sure. We need more of it. We do. And one of the and until we can get enough of that talent in, how can we educate and train the talent best lead? Right. We have executives and leaders inside of cannabis that mean well, but don't necessarily know how to do well. And this executive training program is gonna help them mean well, do well, and continue being able to contribute to keep that is so you said a lot, but and I and I wanna I'm gonna hit two points. Okay. First point is I wanna talk about what you believe an outcome would be of your first co- committing. Okay, because I would imagine you're thinking in a series. Absolutely. Okay. And then two, I want to come back to the talent piece and, and really talk about what's attractive and not attractive about cannabis to other high performing professionals. Okay. Let's take the first. So the convening okay. we have to have the right stakeholders in the room right. in a neutral space. When we go to the hill, who has the power? Uh, the legislature. Yeah. Right? Right. When, uh, when the investment community comes to cannabis, who has the power? I want to convene a space where our power is mutual so that we can have some real legitimate conversations about what is at stake at this moment in time to create some real conversation around what are the pathways out of this risky space that we're in and into something that really gets us to a responsible, federally legalized cannabis space in the next three to five years. Are people really? So the people that I've been talking to are, and these aren't people that you actually see how they are your, your cannabis flag holders. They aren't the folks who are uh, championing things on the field per se. And we have some great champions, but these are the folks that are. So I used to run campaigns, right? So I used to, uh, I was queen of GOTV, round game. I loved it. It was yeah. crazy work. But it There's was a lot of yeah. Twelve oh, weeks though, Brian. Oh, oh, Twelve weeks. It's a spread. Yeah, election day comes, so it's over. Yeah. And my GOTB strategy, and it isn't just mine. It's anyone who's worked in assault, is there's a scale of one to five. Mm-hmm. One to two are the folks who are or are least likely to vote for you. Okay. Four and five are the folks who are most likely to vote for you. I spend all of my efforts on the readers because those are the neutral folks, right? right. There are folks that are winnable, right? To me, the conversation in cannabis has been like, oh, here are all the people who are already evangelized, right? And we're the people who are never going to move cannabis over. No one's paying attention to the folks who are in that neutral space. Who just need the rules sunk. Who just need, they need a credibility. They need to know that we're going to be accountable, we're going to be transparent, and we're going to be responsive. Because at least we forget... We're, the only reason we're really talking about cannabis legalization is because of the social justice end of it. People did legalize cannabis for commerce. They actually began to legalize cannabis at these local and state mm-hmm. because of a public health imperative, the HIV community, mm-hmm. Proposition 215, that was the very first one. Mm-hmm. It gave us the blue light. And then this conversation around the injustice mm-hmm. of cannabis the criminalization of cannabis and how it has destroyed individuals, families, the communities of color in particular. That is the argument that has been on the table that we've forgotten that. That's exactly. But right now, cannabis is a unnatural. Right. And we're only talking about it in those terms. That's right. right? That's right. And 
I think it's important yeah. for them to talk about the economic opportunity. Right. But we can't lose sight of all the other ways in which we can actually move this work forward. The convening that I want to do um, for those folks, the, not the three people need to understand and see that they're serious about moving a responsible industry forward. And you've identified both sides of that? It's actually three or four sides. Oh, okay. We had the academics and the scholars who are super important in this, okay. right? Because federal legalization involves treaties and other particular things. Okay. We can't. The activists along, the investors along can't really have that conversation. Yeah. We need our academics at the table. Right. right. We also need our public health folks at the table. Yeah. They're super important. Public health and public safety. Yeah. Validation. They have some legitimate questions, and I think we should be prepared to answer them, right? They've been on the sidelines. We got to bring them into the conversation. Obviously, our elected officials mm -hmm. and obviously our industry. And we also need our investors and not just our retail investors who have been primarily in this space. In this space. We need our family funds. We need our other, um, um, those folks who actually care about social impact. We need them to show up in this space in a very intentional way. So all of those people, I can, various people in those groups, I've been in contact with, and if I didn't think I could pull it off, you can best believe I would not be talking to Harvard Distance School, Harvard Law School, or the Kennedy School uh -huh. if I can do it. Right. And I believe it'll cost to be an academic. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. That is that exciting. Yeah. Oh, that's time. Yeah, it is great stuff. Yeah. Now let's talk about this talent. Yeah, talk. So, you know, <laughs> so, no, there are, but, so, you know, there are a lot of good people inside of this industry, and, uh, you know, I've built teams yeah. in the, the last four or five years. You have. You've and done a great job. I love, yeah. I love this work, right? And you, I love finding all of them. Give them the tools. Yes. Then you can go do something else, right? And so, but one of the things that I continue to see is that individuals are coming into the cannabis space. Well, the, the current folks that are in the cannabis space, well mean, right? They mean well. But in order to do the right thing consistently, there's a fair amount of training or retraining that must be done. And so this executive training program that I am putting together, you know I'm serious about it because I told you I need your, your brain power. Sure. If, if, if we have 20% of the industry leaders that don't really understand or appreciate diversity, equity, and inclusion, for what it can do for the industry, we have a problem. We're not gonna be able to diversify any level of our organizations, our industry, our ecosystem, if 20% or more of the folks who are making decisions don't get it. I don't care if they care about it. I'm not asking you to change your heart, I'm asking you to change your mind and understand the business case. Because there's a business case. Yeah. So that's, there, that's a huge business case. Right. And you and I talked about this, what, two years ago? Right. Three years, whatever. But we talked about this, and that was your, that's always been your mission. Absolutely. And it's, yeah, it, there's a business case. Yeah. It's a real one. And, and people miss it. I mean, you, you're working with a, a plant that has created wealth, has created destruction, mm -hmm. right? has been misunderstood mm -hmm. and and you have this this wonderful opportunity to bring it together Absolutely. right and, and we mean talented people get that who care about other people in the organization and i think that's a gap right. there there is there is uh, uh uh there's part of cannabis in the talent that i've seen the talent at the top doesn't listen very well 
sometimes. Yeah. Right? It just doesn't listen very well. And you have to be attractive to great talent, to get great talent. You have to be attractive. And, people, and, and you know, they need to understand how to do that. I mean, I you gotta want to listen. You gotta want to listen, and it and if you can't, yeah. then give it to folks who can, right? Yeah, give them the runway. You know, I and you know, you know, I've been able to do a lot in this space over the last three and a half, four years inside of companies. I worked as uh, the interim CEO of the United Space Cannabis Council, where I had another team of folks, and so I've seen this play out over and over again in various places. If you cannot do the work then you identify and lead in a way that gives people the runway to actually do this work. Whether we're talking about diversity, equity, inclusion, or a good strategic plan, wait, all of it's the same. Leadership matters not only in recruitment of talent, we got to retain that talent, yes. you have to promote that talent, so you have to cultivate kind of network. And You're talking about culture. I'm talking about culture. That's what that is. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I'm very proud of the reputation that I have in the industry. I mean, I was walking the exhibit floor and people were like, what are you doing now? What yeah. are you doing now? Can I come work for you? Yeah. And that makes me feel really good that there are folks who understand that there's a way to contribute yeah. and to work with well-meaning good folks. They're paying attention. Could be more. They're paying attention. I mean, that is, that is great. Now, I, I met a wonderful lady that works with here. Courtney. Yes. And uh, last night, and, and with all the bad weather, we had a few wool shows. I'm pretty sure in the crowd. It's an amazing show. Oh, I thought it was going to be bad. Like, oh. yeah. And she talked about you guys have influenced folk. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Marijuana Matter is an organization I also funded. was the social impact arm of the think tank, Marijuana Policy Trust. Okay. And so, Courtney, as the executive director, has been an incredible job. And so, I met Courtney right after I graduated from the Bibby School. I, I had $25,000, I think. Lover. And she was working on the Hill or, or a center. Lover. And she hit me up on LinkedIn. We met in DC, and I was like, look, I don't have any money to be right now. Lover. But I, I like the gumption making that. Right. Right. As soon as I signed someone, come with me. A year later, she came on board as the policy director for Marijuana Matters. We yeah. put out this incredible toolkit that gave key stakeholders the tools they needed right. to be able to understand what social equity could look like in cannabis. When I took the job at uh, Cureleaf, she came on board as the executive director so I could do this work full time. Okay. And she has been a tremendous force. You can talk about cultivating leadership. Yeah. I remember she was like, I don't know if I can do it. I need a public speaking class. Now you see her on panel. It's amazing. Yeah. So we launched two years ago our first boot camp. So we had five individuals that we committed to getting them across the finish line for their social enterprise. And we selected them because they were basically a vertical together. We have cultivation represented in that cohort, processing and manufacturing, retail, we have the legal and the marketing arms represented in that cohort. And basically, they support each other 100%. They just, one just launched her CBD brand. Okay. High Priestess Wellness, shout out to Ashley Jelks, and all of her cohort members in Marijuana Matters, we're, we're going to VAF on her, helping her get into 
various markets so that she can amplify her voice. The legal part of the co-board is given how all the backup legal stuff, yeah. uh, the marketing and branding team has given her tremendous marketing. Her brand looks amazing. You should check her out. Look her product is good. So the cultivation art of that is there. Yeah. Like we are out here in your entire network how to help these, these absolutely through this. Yes, yeah. uh, because that's what we have to do. We have to create the space and build the tools around them to be successful. Yeah. So you're here in my area. Yeah. So what you want to get? Yeah, I'm going to be talking about uh, ESG. Okay. Yeah. Uh, conscious tapping was, there was a question on whether cannabis consumers actually care about uh, how their companies or how their brands show up in the social impact space. Yeah. It's a no-brainer for me. Yeah. Uh, there's some facts that we're going to. The economics of that, though, Watch. and you know, the economics of that, you know, companies will leave that behind, right? right? Yes, the thing. We've raised seven, eight million dollars over the last two years Correct. from our customers saying that they care about these issues, right? They, they have empowered companies all across this industry to show up in support of veterans to actually fight food insecurity. This labor. ESG is here to stay, not only for cannabis, with full corporations in Joan. I mean, you look at Patagonia, right? You look at Tote. These folks, they're, they talk more about their mission than they talk about the Rocks. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so I know what Patagonia is doing around water conservation, more so than what that Vesky did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tote. I've never even seen anybody wear those shoes in my network, but I know about the fact that every time someone buys that shoe, right. something so, yeah. someone else gets a shoe for free. Exactly. Yeah, that, no, that's, that's, that's a mission. That's, that's part of brand building. Absolutely. And, you know, unfortunately, that's a gap in counts. It's a gap, but I think there were some people doing some incredible things like Wanna Bring in yeah. and that donation she, uh, Nancy gave to uh, John Hopkins. That is the signaling that government regulators need. That's the signaling. You think that's the formula? You think that's the formula? 100%. We got to play ball. We got to show that we're grown us and that we paid attention to what tech did wrong. We paid attention to what the farmer companies did wrong. Because, you know, we, we're coming off the heels of a major catastrophe as it relates to opioids, yeah. right? No, People true. feel like farmers took advantage of people who were in need. Right. To back up. Right? right? So we have all of these cult these these examples of nefarious behavior. Folks are gonna hold us accountable in ways that they didn't hold those other industries account. But guess what? There's a whole bunch of learning that we should be able to adopt. Yeah. Why not run with the social impact play? Why not run with environmental sustainability first? Yeah, I Totally, you've just convinced me. <laughs> okay, it's self-correct. I, I, I think you uh, better pack your lunch. <laughs> I think we got work to do, and I believe it's super exciting to be in this space right now. Yeah. For those companies that recognize the opportunity, and listen, I know it's difficult right now. Yeah. Money is tight. Right. You know, there are these marketplaces that are not opening up as fast or as friendly as we thought that they would. I give them. But for, for the companies and the brand that are leveraging what they could do in this, I had some great meetings with some tech companies. And the stuff that they're doing to show up in terms of social impact and environmental sustainability is powerful. 
And so once those stories get out more and we're amplifying them and we're scaling, we get to have a different conversation other than, you know, some of the headlines that we contain to make in some of these Right. Right. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it's, it's awesome. So before we go, what's, what's your vision? What, what, did, what do you really see? You've got all this hard work, but who, what do you see? So, you know, that's interesting. One of the things I think, if I were to answer that question, really honest and your own parents, or transparently, I, I don't know. Okay. I do, what makes me excited about the future though, quite honestly, Brian, yeah. is that there was a lot of space to play, right? And so me personally, I'm a policy wonk, so I'm, yeah. I'm really that policy nerd and get into the weeds of policy. But I'm also a cannabis bearer. I'm a consumer myself. Right. And I believe that there's a way to have fun, recognize the culture and community, yeah. and then do good, right? Is that, is that idealistic? I, I, I just spent three years doing some piece so knocking, yeah. right? They told me I couldn't, yeah. I a big camp, somebody away from the care about social impact. Be exactly that. In a very quick way to the point that we moved the industry in a better way. I'll say this, brands like we know, right? Well, with Bernard yeah. Noble story, they're that, teaching me super right. excited. And I yeah. think there are so many ways that we can move and operate with yeah. that as an ingnap, right? And so what I envision is a much more diverse and equitable and inclusive industry across the ecosystem, not just an operator space. We need we need diverse investors. And yeah. that's part of some of the things that I'm excited about, we're going to launch a fund mm -hmm. this fall. All right. I'm uh, launching my podcast. You everything. We have a still to do. I'm launching a podcast yeah. called, um, you know, about the whole idea of small impactful ways, right? Yeah. Making ways for good, the ripple effect. So we're going to be talking to folks who don't always get shine, but are doing some incredible work, not only in this industry, but in other industries. Sure. And so, you know, we're going to keep thinking on talking about the value of ESG and social impact. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. No, that's great. Thank you so much. Thank you. could use a triple for being here. Well, we'll see quiet profits podcast. And I want to thank all of you for joining us here in Miami at Benzinga. Benzinga 2023. And you can get the, the, Plant Profits podcast, who it's brought to you by Produce Global. You can get this podcast and download it at Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. And I also want you to take a look at Produce Global, my firm, my company, uh, and check out how we're building companies, how we're changing people's lives as we build these companies. And you can just take a look at us at P R O T I S Global, ProduceGlobal.com. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.